You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 38. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today we're going to talk about being scared. We're going to talk about fear. We're going to talk about that pit in your stomach that you get when you look at something and you don't want to do it. And we're going to talk about how we can reframe fear and what it actually means, because I don't think that it really means what you think it means. And so that's what we're going to dive into today. So to start off, I want to start off with a story because this is like, there's a very specific reason that I'm recording this podcast and it starts with a conference that I attended. So this year I have invested in myself and in my business and I've joined a coaching program and in this coaching program there, we have a couple of conferences where we all meet together and we dive, you know, deep dive into business, deep dive into the mindset around business. And it's been amazing for me. And it's, it's really grown me as a person and as a business. And I've, I've loved it. I've been challenged by it. And that really is what has caused me to grow. So that kind of sets the stage for where we're at. I'm at this conference. I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who I've met on Facebook, but like, haven't met many, most of them in real life before. And so, you know, you're already like putting yourself out there and we're being um, encouraged to speak up and to kind of push our limits and push our comfort zone. And the first night, so before we broke for the evening, it was a two day conference. The first night, um, my mentor got up and said that, okay, we're going to have a fear challenge this evening. And my ears perk up and I'm like, Oh, okay, what's coming? I'm already a little scared. And and he proceeded to say that there were five options for us to choose from, but that we were to choose one of the five different scenarios and complete it that evening. And so I'm kind of sitting on pins and needles being like, I thought I was just going to go home and hang out with my family tonight. Like, what am I going to be required to do? Because a lot of people had traveled for this conference, but it was local to me. And so um, I was staying at home. I like had kids at home that I wanted to go home and see. And so I kind of was worried about what would be required of me in the evening. And so the five different challenges were, and we just had to pick one. So um, as I'm going through these, I want you to think if you were in my situation, maybe which one you would have picked. So the first challenge was to hug 10 strangers. Okay. The second one was to get someone to buy you dinner. The third one was to lie down for three minutes in a crowded space. The fourth one was to sing a song in public. And the fifth one was to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone that you'd had a falling out with. So as I'm listening to this list of things and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, which one of these like makes me the least nervous? Which one of these would be the one that I like actually could do tonight? Um, 
you know, I started feeling all the feels, right? Like for some people, it was interesting too, talking to some other people. For some people, they're like, uh, none of these are really like that big of a deal for me. Uh, for other people, it was like petrifying to think about laying down in front of Target for three minutes while people walked by you and wondered what the heck you were doing. And then the clincher was that if we wanted extra bonus points and you know, you know me in like wanting extra bonus points, um, then we would video record it so that we had video proof that we completed the challenge. So as one to never turn down a challenge, um, I decided, okay, which, which of these am I going to do? And because I was local and because I was like wanting to go home and spend time with my family, the one that I settled on was hugging 10 strangers. And at first I was like, okay, this is not that, that big of a deal, right? Like hug 10 strangers. Um, but as I, as I got closer to actually performing it and actually doing it, my anxiety like came up a little bit. And I kept thinking like, why am I, why does this make me so anxious? Why does it make me, why am I so fearful of like hugging people? Like what is the worst somebody could say if you say, can I give you a hug? No, like that's literally the worst thing that could happen. So, so I left for the evening and as I'm driving home, I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. What, what am I going to, how am I going to accomplish this? And so I decided there's an Albertsons near my house and I'm going to go there and I'm going to do, I'm going to hug 10 strangers in the Albertsons. So I pull in, it's, it's dark, like it's nighttime, right? I park my car, I go into the Albertsons and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I kind of like walk around the Albertsons <laughs> And I kind of think about asking people, but like people are shopping and like I go to the produce department. And I was like, well, maybe I should change my challenge. Maybe I should like lay down in the produce department. But then I got to the produce department. And I'm like, I can't lay down here. Like how awkward and weird would that be? Um, and so I literally like went into Albertsons, kind of like took a lap around the store and then like went out the door. And I'm like, what? Okay. So I'm feeling very nervous. I'm feeling very scared. I'm feeling very fearful. Like how am I going to finish this challenge? Because girlfriend is not going to like back down to a challenge. Like I'm going to do it. Like I know that that's my personality. That's me. Like I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to do it. So what I ended up doing was putting my phone, like propping my phone up on the trash can that was like near the entrance. And I thought, okay, people are like coming in and out of the store. It was night. So it wasn't like a ton of people, but at least they're like not on their phone or they're not in the process of doing anything. Like they're, they're walking to the store or away from the store. And I can kind of catch them like one by one and ask them if I can give them a hug. So I was standing there and the first person came up and I, you know, tried to make eye contact was like, Hey, I'm doing this challenge where I need to hug 10 strangers. Can I give you a hug? And she was like, sure. <laughs> I gave her a hug and she started like chatting me up and saying how like, we need more hugs in the world and how hugs make you more um, healthy and all of this stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like maybe this isn't such a weird thing. And so one by one, as people would come in, I would ask them to hug me and not everybody was as receptive as that first lady. Uh, but most people said, yes, there was a couple of people who like looked at me like I was crazy and were like, uh, no, I don't want to touch you, <laughs> uh, which is fine. Right? Like I didn't touch them then. Um, and in fact, I had this one guy come up, he was kind of like wandering outside the store and I, he came up and I like asked him if I could hug him. And he looked like at me, like I had three heads and he was like, uh, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, that, that's cool. And so then he walked away and he must've like taken a lap or something. And he like, 
he kind of watched what I was doing with other people. And then he like came back and was like, okay, like I'll let you give me a hug. And so then I gave him a hug. So over a space of about, I think it ended up being about six to seven minutes. I'm standing out here in front of Albertsons, giving random strangers hugs and, and video recording it. So the last person comes, I give, actually I gave number 10 and 11 because they were together. So I, I ended up giving 11 hugs, um, you know, closed down my phone, went home for the night, um, and then came back the next morning to the conference. And when we got back to the conference, uh, we all processed this experience. So we kind of talked about, you know, different experiences people had. We all kind of shared at our table about what our personal experience was and the fear that came up within all of us. Um, and it was interesting, you know, first of all, I wasn't the only one who felt fear. Like the whole purpose of this challenge was to put us outside of our comfort zone. And it was to, to have us challenge ourselves and to say, okay, I feel fear and yet I'm going to do it anyway. And so there were some important lessons that I learned from this experience. Um, the first thing that I learned was that getting started was the hardest part. That once I like gave that first lady a hug, it was like, okay, this is going to be okay. Like I didn't die. You know, nobody's like laughing and mocking me and pointing at me. Like I can do this nine more times. So that was the first thing that I learned. The second thing that I learned was that the anticipation was way worse than the actual event. So just like driving to Albertsons, my palms were sweating and my heart was starting to race. And that like anticipation of what I knew I was going to do went away once I was actually doing it. It was like the anticipation was like way worse than actually the feelings and emotions that I felt while I was doing it. And then the third thing that I learned that it got easier over time. Like the more times I said the words, can I give you a hug? The more times I said that, the easier it became for me to say that the next time. And then the last thing that I learned, and this was not specifically my experience, but chatting with other people, a lot of people from the conference were staying together or staying near each other. And so they went and they did it together. Like they each did their own individual challenge, but like their friends were over to the side kind of cheering them on. And like, you know, we all have to go through this experience and you're doing this awkward thing, but then I have to do this awkward thing. Um, for me, I did it alone. It was, it was just me and myself and I outside of Albertsons. Um, but for a lot of people, they said doing it alongside others, doing something scary, but doing it with other people made things a lot easier. And so I want to talk about this experience and I want to talk about fear because fear isn't going anywhere our brain's job is to keep us safe. And the way that our brain keeps us safe is by keeping things the way that they are, right? Because right now you're safe and your brain knows that. And so because it knows that you're safe right now, it tries to keep you in the same situation, in the same scenario, because right now is safe. And it, it, it's like the devil that you know and in your experience in your reality right now is better than the devil you don't to your brain. Like that's what our brain thinks. And so what does that mean? It means that when we stay safe, we stay stuck and we don't progress and we don't move forward. So yeah, our brain's like, hooray, we're staying safe. But the problem is, is that we don't progress. And so you've heard me say it before, but I'll say it again, that there's no growth in the comfort zone 
and no comfort in the growth zone. So if you want a different result, you look around your life and you see the results that you've created so far, and you want something different than that, then you're going to have to do something different. And that means pushing past the fear. So currently, when, what, what do you think when you start to feel fear? Like, what does fear mean to you? Because for a lot of people, they feel fear and that makes them think, oh, that makes me really afraid. So that means I shouldn't do it. Or so that means I won't do it. And instead, what we can do is we can change that interpretation of the fear. What if, instead of thinking, that's scary, so I shouldn't do it, we change the phrase to, I feel fear, so I must do it. I recognize in my life that every time I feel fear and then do it anyway, that that's when I grow. And growth to me is exciting. And that's what I'm here to do is to grow into the best possible version of me. And that's what I believe you are on this earth to do is to grow into the best possible version of you. And you can't do that if you stay stuck and you stay comfortable and you stay without any fear in your life. So I want you to think, how is fear driving your decisions? Because oftentimes we make decisions based off of our current circumstances and our current reality. And I talk about this a lot in episode number 34, the episode called I Can't Afford It and Other Excuses Keeping You Stuck, that when you make a decision based off of your current circumstances, then guess what? you continue to get your current circumstances, which, which is totally fine if you are 100% content with where you're at in life. But if you're not 100% content with where you're at in life and you want something different, you cannot make choices and decisions based off of your current circumstances. And if there's one thing I know about the human condition, it's that we are happiest when we're growing, when we're evolving, when we're changing, not just when things are staying the same. And that means that you can't continue to make decisions based off your current circumstances. You must make decisions based off what you want to happen and where you want to go. So for example, if you want to be a presenter on a stage speaking to conferences, but you're currently scared to speak in front of groups then you have to make that decision based off the reality that you want. You want that reality of speaking confidently in front of a ton of people. So rather than making the decision based off your currently current reality, which is that you're freaking scared to get and speak in front of anybody, when you make decisions of what you're going to do and how you're going to show up based off the result you actually want, you realize that you got to keep practicing in front of audiences, even though you feel fear, because that's what's going to get you to the new reality that you want. So I want you to think about your life and where and what are you putting off because of fear? How are you holding yourself back from the results that you want? Because you're feeling fear and you're interpreting fear as that's scary, so I shouldn't do it. Rather than that's scary, I feel fear, which means that's the very thing I need to be doing right now to progress. And I, and I knew that when I went into this challenge, that it was scary and that I was feeling fear and I was feeling uncomfortable and I was feeling like this was hard. 
And I did it anyway. And what I took away from this experience was that I can do the same thing in other areas of my life. I can look at things that are scary in my business and I can do them anyway. And I can look at things that are scary in my personal life and I can do them anyway. And when I do that and I come up with that fear and I push through it, guess what? It gets easier. Like I said, the anticipation of doing something is almost always worse than actually the doing of it. And so we psych ourselves up so much with this fear and this story about how it's going to go. And if we just push past that and actually do the thing, we find that the fear dissipates. And then guess what? Now we've reached a new level and we've grown a little bit. And now that thing that used to be scary, it isn't so scary now. And that's how you push and grow and expand your comfort zone. And so things that used to be scary aren't scary. And now you're approaching new fears and new levels and new growth. And that's what's so amazing about it. So I want you to think, what are you putting off in your life because of fear? How are you holding yourself back from the results that you want because you are feeling fear and you are letting it keep you from action rather than feeling that fear and interpreting it as meaning I'm on the right path. Like I'm growing. I'm pushing myself. I'm that and when I feel fear, instead of that meaning I shouldn't do it, it means I should. It means that I should do this because I feel fear. I also think it's interesting hearkening back to you know, my training in science and as a nurse and learning about the autonomic nervous system and the fight or flight response that we get. When we get into that fear, when we have that emotion, things change in our body. We have hormones that change. Like there are a lot of physiological changes that occur in our body when we have that fear. And it's important to understand that we get when we get into that fight or flight response, which is a natural place for our body to be when we feel fear, that we are not good at making decisions. Like things get really black and white. Like we kind of disconnect from our conscious brain and it's all about just doing whatever we can to stay safe. And you know, for obvious evolutionary reasons, we're we're biased to assume that situations are dangerous. Like that's our just our brain's natural inclination. If you always think that there might be danger lurking around the corner, then you're going to be alert and aware and so if there is danger, you're ready to act. And so we've evolved that way to be always searching for and aware of like fearful situations and to look at the unknown as something that we probably don't want to do. But again, what this does is it keeps us stuck. It keeps us safe, but it keeps us stuck. And there's nothing more that I want to keep you from doing than keeping you stuck. Like I want you to feel like options are endless for you. Anything that you want is open to you. Possibilities are all there. And if you just stay safe and stuck, you're never going to reach the potential that you have. So this was a quick episode. I'm hoping that it landed for some of you. And I really like, you could be sitting here listening and saying, yeah, Amber, I totally agree. Nodding your head up and down. But if you don't actually take what I am saying and apply it to your life and make changes because of it, then all of this is going to be is just another podcast that you kind of check off and say, 
oh yeah, that was really nice to listen to. And that's not what I want for you. That's not what I want for this podcast. Like my goal is actually to change the way that you think and change the way that you approach a situation. So guess what? You're going to feel fear. Like you're going to feel fear sometime in your life. And what I want is for this to put a little like thing in your brain so that the next time you feel that fear, it pops into your head. Oh gosh, remember what Amber said about fear? When you feel fear, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It means that you should, that I should be doing that thing. And I want you to go head on into that fear and understand that the anticipation is the worst thing. You're going to start doing the thing and it's going to be way worse than you anticipated and that it's going to get easier. And all of a sudden that thing that used to make you so scared and so nervous and so terrified has no more power on you. And now you've grown and you have evolved and now something else is going to be scary. Because guess what, friends? Things are always going to be scary. You think that like when you reach a certain level that like the fear is all going to dissipate. New level, new devil. You reach a new level, there's always something more that challenges you and is going to be scary. So fear isn't going anywhere. So let's stop seeing fear as something that means we shouldn't do it, but rather something that means we should be doing it. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.